Tourism Minister Stuart Nash, he thinks he's come up with a solution for how to get more workers into tourism and horticulture. He wants to move the university year by six weeks so that students finish later in December and not go back to uni until the end of March. That way, they'd be available to work, you know, right through the whole summer period. Would they, though? Uh, Tourism Export Council New Zealand's Chief Executive Linda Keane joins us now. Morning, Linda. Good morning, Kate. What do you think? Is this something you could get behind, changing the uni year? From a tourism perspective, it, it may... It, look, there's merit in the idea to explore it, but from a reality and practical sense, for an employer, it um, may not make a lot of difference. And the reason for that is that most tourism employers start to recruit their staff for the season, late August and September. So after two to three weeks training to get new staff up to speed, they're ready to go from the 1st of October. So in that sense, employers for our particular part of the industry start to recruit much earlier than what the Minister has suggested. Um, But the other aspect of that is um, when um, a staff member comes into a team, you're building a, a, a culture, a, a team culture and if you have students coming in in December and the rest of the team has already got the culture developed by October and then they leave in March and they have to go through to the rest of the team have to go through to, to May to complete the season there's a little bit of a disrupt factor mm. so I think there's merit on the idea but from a practical sense for us I'm not so sure um changing that's going to make a difference. But also uh, tourism businesses employ loads and loads of um, students through the um, summer season anyway. Yeah, and uh, can you get enough of them? Are there enough incentives? Are they interested enough in the work? Oh, I, I, I think as we've seen since the border has been closed and we've had no working holiday visas, uh, visa holders coming in, um, there are a number of Kiwis that are just that they don't lean into some of the tourism and hospitality jobs like our working holiday visa holders do. Um, so there, there is a, a shortage um, of Kiwis that want to work in that area. And also for tourism, there's a lot of specialist services like with a tour guide. It can take months to get your commentary up and running. Um, so yeah, so there's that supply demand balance. Um, might not quite be there for our sector, but I can see from a horticulture point of view, it could be very helpful. How are things looking for this summer? You know, is this going to be the comeback that we need for um, for our tourists from overseas? It's, it's looking much better. The, the bookings in the system um, are better than we expected. We're forecasting maybe um, our visitor arrival numbers and spend will pitch about 55 to 60% of pre-COVID. There's still a lot of nervousness though, Kate, that because we are still in orange, we still need arrival testing, uh, the travel declaration is easy for some, but for most it's not. There's still a perception offshore that even though New Zealand is open, we're not really. These little barriers are still creating some hesitancy. So we've got strong bookings in the system, but we're not sure they're all going to materialise. 
And if we can't change some of those settings, particularly the arrival testing, um, by mid-September, we may see a wash factor of 10 to 20%. Mm. So there's some optimism, but still a little bit of nervousness. I bet. Linda, thank you so much. Linda Keane, Tourism Export Council New Zealand Chief Executive. Yeah, my son's, uh, one of my sons is in the States, and he was saying the same thing. A lot of people are saying, um, oh, you're from New Zealand. Oh, right. So you guys have like, been locked down for two years, and you're still in masks, and there's this impression uh, that we really are the hermit kingdom, and um, which is not not such a great look. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. <sighs> and when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts, no. but it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, or a but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.